episode number 151. Competition is good for Camaro. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. <sighs> What's going I on, broke dude? My, I broke my microphone stand. So I had to, I had to <laughs> Oops. Make, cobble something up here. Cobble it together. It still sounds yeah. good. You just it may, may sound a little poppy this, this week. I don't know. How, how you like me now, y'all? Or whatever. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> we've got a we've got a bang up show this week. Bang uh, up, good, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Starting off with a continuation of what we were talking about last week, um, which is the Toyota Supra coming back, and and how should Camaro be worried? We may even I don't know if we have we asked people to call in. We're going to get to the voicemails a little later on, yep. but uh, got an update on whether or not the Camaro is getting the seven speed transmission. How's about um, 217 miles per hour for the fastest sixth gen Camaro so far? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a million dollars. We're going to play that sound yeah. if you haven't heard it. I, I can sit and listen to it over and over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. Um, got a couple of voicemails, like I said. We're gonna, we've are gonna we been talking about NASCAR lately, and we're going to talk about NASCAR just a little, little bit more. NASCAR. Yep. NASCAR. You like NASCAR? I like NASCAR. Go around and around. So let's, let's get into it. Let's let's talk about this Toyota Super. We we teased this a little bit last week at the end, uh, and that's the reason why we made the the name of this episode "Competition is Good for Camaro" because um, our, our good friends over at GM Authority released this little article called "Toyota Officially Teases New Supra." Should the Chevy Camaro be worried? And you and I had talked about this before, off just offline here, and and yeah. and, and we we're like, no, why why would the Camaro be worried? What would any manufacturer be worried about any car? Competition is good. It sells more cars, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Absolutely. But I question as to whether or not this is actually going to be competition for the Camaro. Right, right. It says, uh, their article says, the long-spied and long-awaited fifth-generation Toyota Supra is nearly official. The brand teased a Supra race car concept heading to the 2018 Geneva Motor Show next month and in the process made Supra name official. We've discussed this car before. We think mm-hmm. it's shaping up to be a proper Chevrolet Camaro rival. I disagree. In our previous arguments, we compared a fourth generation Camaro to the fourth generation Supra. While the later was more expensive in its day, the Camaro had shifted to a more premium and high performance market. We live in a world where Chevrolet sells a $70,000 Camaro, after all. Um, Crazy. So what do you think? I I think that that the Supra is going to be more in line with the ZR1, or even Z06, really? the, the current, you know, Z06? generation. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, 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 yeah, and it could be two levels, too. It could be competition for the, the, Cor- geez, the Corvette <laughs> Z06, and then a higher level competition for the Corvette ZR1, Nissan GTR, Porsche, Ferrari, Lamborghini, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Competition for the Camaro, I cannot see it being that way. I don't think I don't think it's going to come back as a $70,000 Supra. I think it's going to come back as a $100,000 Supra really? Plus. Really? 
Really? Okay, well, it says leaked speculations or specifications sourced from uh, supramkv.com show a rumored BMW source turbocharged inline six with 335 horsepower, 332 foot pounds of torque, and, and it's a 37 horsepower bonus overboost function. If the specs are true, the Supra will also weigh in slightly less portly than the 28 Chevrolet Camaro SS at 3,000. 284 pounds. The Camaro says tips the scales at a blistering 3,760 pounds. I added the blister. (laughs) (laughs) The major factor here, of course, is going to be price, which you just touched on. Uh, If Toyota prices the Super right, it will be one more option for sports car buyers. Sports cars and competition is good for everyone, even the Camaro. And that's what we said. Competition is always good. But is it going to be priced to be competitive with the Camaro? Are you going to be able to go out and say, hmm, let's see, am I going to buy a Camaro or am I going to be able to buy a Toyota Supra, even if it's just a few thousand dollars apart? We'll see. Gosh, man, I'm starting to look at these specs because I hadn't even looked at them before. Nice uh, nice avatar on the guy that posted them, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, 335 horsepower. I was expecting 585, 600 and change. You know, maybe it, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's gonna not gonna come back in the same vein that it was before of a very high end exotic performance vehicle and just come back as a almost kind of Kia Hyundai type of market type thing. Like the what's the Hyundai Veloster or whatever, and then there's the Kia. Well, the Kia Stinger is out. Right. That, that, that's that's a, that's a four door. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's going to come in at a thirty five thousand dollar, forty thousand dollar start, and it's just going to be a shell of what it used to be. Kind of like um, oh, what's the one car that they brought back and it was just an embarrassment compared to what the original was? Well, heck, even Malibu Chevy you know? Nova. <laughs> what's that? The Chevy Nova. Yeah, that yeah. There's a good one too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Hard to tell. Either way, I don't think the Camaro should be worried. Look at the look at the horsepower numbers: three hundred thirty-five. Big whoop. But it's going to come in at a, well, if this is correct, only three hundred and or three thousand two hundred eighty-four pounds, which is quite a bit less than the Camaro. Less portly. Less portly. Yes. You know they used to say that about the fifth gen, and now they're saying it about the sixth gen. What do they yeah. want? third gen i don't know <laughs> here we go again here we go yeah. again okay. oh i don't have my pop filter in front of me so hold on fifth gen camaro is a fat pig pig fat pig fat pig fat pig i don't know okay so what do you guys think yeah you know sound off even we want to hear you lip- what do you what do you consider competition for the camaro personally i mean we've always done mustang and challenger just because we always compare those numbers every month because Mm-hmm. I guess when an average person is going out, I, I don't know. Are they are they shopping Camaro versus Challenger versus Mustang? I don't know, but that's what we always seem to compare the numbers. Are we gonna have to add Super in there? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. Uh, I I hope it's spectacular. I really do. The the Mark IV Super is just an incredible vehicle to this day. Yeah. You know, having that weird inline six of those turbos and being able. Of course, remember they like have thousand horsepower supras and this was in the late 90s and they'd have like a 
13 second quarter mile. They just could not quarter mile, and I don't know why. I remember sitting uh, at the F body gathering, and all these remember all the supers that came walking through or came wandering through? <laughs> I remember that. And I was like, <laughs> you know, when they rev it up and they get that noise. Oh, yeah. The uh, what is that? The the boost, the blow, the oh, no. blow off valve, yeah, or yeah. whatever. I, I I think they're great. I really do. They're pretty cool cars. Yeah. I really wanted one for the longest time, but man, the Mark IV Supers are still way up there. Are they? Like it's it's yeah, <laughs> pretty cool stuff. Well, we'll see what happens. Good yeah. luck, Toyota. That's all I can say. We'll be watching. We will be mm-hmm. watching. Okay. Right. Next up, what are we gonna talk about here? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, kind of some surprising news on on the Camaro end, you know, yeah. since this is a Camaro show and all. Yeah. 2019 Camaro not going to get the 7-speed after all. Why? Not going to get it. Why? I don't know. <laughs> uh, our, once again, our friends at GM Authority posted uh, the refresh 2019 Camaro likely won't have a 7-speed manual transmission after a revised... California Air Resources Board document now excludes the transmission per a report from CarBuzz published on Sunday. Well, you know what? They maybe maybe the California edition won't get it. You know, screw those people in the carb emission state. <laughs> we call a carb document published last month showed the 2019 Camaro was in for a seven-speed manual gearbox. We warned readers that carb documents are always subject to change, and indeed. The 2019 Camaros did. The updated CARB document went live on February 14th. Not there anymore. Not mm. there. So, I don't know. I say give it to us and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Let us have it. Well, you know, they're, they're, if they're working on the uh, the refresh, maybe they're working on the tranny to go with it. Who knows? Maybe they'll come second year. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, I think they're going to have to keep advancing the transmissions. That seems to be where they're starting to um, be able to meet those carbon EPA environment, you know, gas mileage, and all that stuff. So they're not a gas guzzler and flat peg. Yeah. That gas guzzling flat peg. Yeah. You know, that's kind of a bummer, you know, because that I'm starting to really enjoy hearing about these transmission upgrades and, mm-hmm. and technology, how it's really moving into that. Uh, but you know what? You don't need a seven-speed transmission to make a thousand horsepower and go two hundred and seventeen miles per hour. Oh, now do you? Gee, oh my goodness! So this week we uh, started seeing stuff uh, come out that um, oh yeah, Hennessy finally has the Exorcist built. <laughs> We've been mm-hmm. talking; they've been teasing this for a while, ever since the Dodge Demon. Remember that last year? Was it about this time mm-hmm. they started teasing all those videos, and then Hennessy came out with uh, the 1,000 horsepower uh, Exorcist. Well, how does this sound? (laughs) You get the guy there with the wrenches. (laughs) How does this sound? Amazing. Uh, That sounds incredible. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'd love to have one of them. Love to have one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wonder if he didn't, um, if he didn't just see, Hennessy's a madman, right? Yeah. I, I kind of wonder if he didn't just, just see the, 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 the specs for the demon and goes, all right, let's put out a press release saying we'll make, make a Camaro that has, oh, I don't know, make it a thousand horsepower and yeah. then 
we'll just we'll just build it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this week, um, the folks at Hennessy. This comes to us from our friends over at Torque News. The folks at Hennessy Performance have taken their new Chevy Camaro ZL1 with their Exorcist package to the Continental Tire Proving Grounds to see how fast the 1,000 horsepower muscle car would go with an impressive top speed of 217 miles per hour. It's a neat video to watch. It, and it just barely touches 217 before the guy had to shut it down. It's a, it's a really neat video. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to link that up in the show notes. Go watch it um, and, and turn your speakers up because I think I think you'll enjoy that. Always have a good time watching Hennessy's he always Hennessy always puts out some good videos. You know that? You know, when he, does. he when he does the um the Hellcats versus the, like the ZL1s, you know, mm-hmm. versus whatever, he always puts together pretty good videos. So, you know what? Hats off to to Mr. John Hennessy there. Yeah, and he's got a huge if you go to his website, he's got a huge selection of just about anything you want to make crazy. Yeah. God, I'd love that sound though. Yeah. Huh crazy watch the video tell us what you think okay voicemails. um yeah voicemails and once again um we're pleased to mention that uh, this week's voicemail is brought to you by engraved blueprint art um we've been talking to kit a lot we've ordered ours up you can get a one-of-a-kind blueprint in your choice of material starting with aluminum which is really cool and choices of colors and your car your engine your plane your whatever anything else you want if it can be visualized and he can make it um Chris, we, you know, one of the neat parts that we've been talking about is that, you know, you're getting yours and, and it'll be engraved with your VIN, your name and everything. Well, on I know it. that's crazy. It's pretty cool. So uh, if you want to check out all the options, uh, head over to engravedblueprintart.com and use coupon code Camaro show, get 10% off your order. And, uh, that just lets, uh, lets them know that you, you know, you heard it here on the Camaro show. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Um, let's go on to our very first voicemail of the week then. Here we go. Yes, it's John Fisher in uh, East Tennessee. Uh, actually, Elizabeth in Tennessee. Uh, probably about four hours from uh, Nashville. Actually, the reason I called them will say I enjoy your show, and I've got a, uh, a sixth-generation Camaro uh, convertible actually posted on your page. Uh, one thing I do have on mine is a catch can, which uh, i got a Mishimoto uh, brand. And I, I get a lot of oil off that. What's your all's opinion of a catch can? And um, I also have a new truck, uh, Chevrolet uh, High Country Silverado, that I put a catch can on also. And I find that it collects a lot of sludge. Also, uh, enjoy listening to your show and uh, wish you all the best. Take care. Bye-bye. John Fisher from East Tennessee, first-time caller. Welcome, East John. Tennessee. Welcome. Welcome, John. He says he's about four hours from Nashville. Yep, so he's just on the other side of Knoxville from the sounds. I forgot exactly where, where he said he's from, but uh, that's a beautiful area of Tennessee, yeah, man. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah, actually, he, he, probably was what, six months, two months ago? ago. Two months, six months, it, it all goes yeah. by. He's got a sixth-generation um, Camaro, and he's got mm-hmm. a new Silverado High Country that, nice. he, that he has both catch cans on. And he gets sludge in it with with the, with the truck? With the truck, that's what he says. Well, I want to start with that one, actually. I, okay. I would think that you need to get to a dealership and say, listen, <laughs> if, you, if you're not just getting oil, but you're getting actual, actual sludge passing into that catch can, get that truck back to the dealership right away. Oh, yeah, I would be interested to figure out what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a discussion for, for a couple of different different weeks 
about catch cans. Some people swear by them. Others, they say the car doesn't need them. Um, that is going to be one of the questions when we get Al on the show. We're going to try mm-hmm. and get his definitive answer. And I pretty much, I think I already know what, what he's going to say, that, you know, if the car needed a catch can, they would have put one on from the factory. That's and right. I, I do believe I've heard Al say that in, in public. Um can't quote him on that, but I think that's what he's going to say. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard it as well, and and I agree with that statement. However, yeah. you don't need a K&N air filter, right? but it's, it's all right to put one on. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, if you're getting oil in it, then that means it's not being reburned, and that's that's great. It, it's doing its job. Yeah. Um, keep it on there. Mm-hmm. And if nothing else, it's going to give you an indication that something is wrong if it starts building sludge up inside of it. <laughs> Yeah, Maybe he was using just sludge interchangeably with just oil, but yeah. if it's like sludge, yeah. yeah, get it to the dealership, my friend. Like those videos, put, you remember? You ever see those videos that get posted around Facebook where yes. it's nothing but fails of cars? They like take off thing and it just like <laughs> just drips out. Or oh gosh, man, if you can find that post on our Facebook page, <laughs> oh, that's that's just it's and, and it goes on for like what 10, 20 minutes. It's yep. Yep. it's crazy. All these weird engines. Just coming undone. Yeah. Oh, Radios popping out. Buttons smoking. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to put a catch can on my Corvette. Okay. Okay. There's a, there's actually a company called a Mighty Mouse that that makes um, some of the best ones out there. In fact, uh, I think he used to be a member of CamaroZ28.com, the guy that makes them. Yeah. He said he's using Ishimoto. Mishimoto. Mishimoto. Yep. Okay. That's that's also a decent decent known brand. Um, okay. I I would have thought of getting that, but uh, cool. Yeah, Mighty Mouse Solutions. The guy the guy makes them for F bodies, and uh, he's got a fourth gen Firebird. Okay. He's the one that you know makes it the one I'm that I'm gonna get. But yes. anyway, thanks for the voicemail, it was John. Right? John from East Tennessee. John from East Tennessee. Gosh, yep. what a great area out there. Yeah. And if you guys want to get in your voicemails, do you want to talk about catch cans? You got a, a a question that's burning. You just need to talk to us. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, let's see. We got one more voicemail here. Here we go. All right. Hey, Chris and Jason, this is Sean, Tucson, Arizona. I'm calling and talking about CamaroCon coming up, CamaroCon 2. I'll be going to it along with a group of us from southern Arizona. Um, We're excited because CamaroFest seems to be only on the east coast, so this is a good west coast thing. Even though it's a short period of time during the day, we're going to try to make a a weekend of it with different things going on. Um, See our buddy Matt out there with Lethal Camaro. Should be a good time. Also, I'm calling about NASCAR. You guys were wondering a little bit about NASCAR. I know a little bit. I know that the Daytona 500 is the Super Bowl of NASCAR in a lot of people's minds and advertisers' minds. Also, the Brickyard 500 is also a big race. It's kind of mid-year NASCAR. And then Talladega is my personal favorite, another super track, fast racing. Daytona is very popular because of how fast the cars get up to. They get up to 203, 205, and when they have wrecks, they have major wrecks. Um, If anybody was watching last weekend, um, lots of wrecks, 
ZL1 came out ahead. Um, I personally have one, so I'm favored, obviously, for that. Um, first place was in a ZL1, and Pole Sitter was in a ZL1, and he's also from Tucson, Arizona. So just throwing it out there. Thanks, guys, and congratulations on episode 150. Bye. Sean calling in from Tucson, Arizona. I know Sean's called in a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a beautiful, beautiful six-generation ZL1. Oh, and he does. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes, I would love that car. And he's going to head from, from uh, Tucson, Arizona, over to CamaroCon, uh, which is happening, we talked about last, we just talked about it last week. Was mm-hmm. it April? March, April? I can't remember. We we said the dates in last week's yeah. episode. Yep. And then he, he's schooling us a little bit on NASCAR, which I, I'm, I'm, I want to know more about. I, I'm not a huge fan of the NASCAR, but Chevrolet, uh, Chevrolet won last week in that mm-hmm. ZL1 Camaro. Mm-hmm. How cool was that? And it was the it was I, I believe I saw him I can't remember the driver's name was on doing the talk show circuit first time driving a number three car since Dale Earnhardt passed away wow. at Daytona wow. so uh, yeah won that number three car well there's a reason why it's so popular and I just don't think that we get it <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah I mean there's a lot of different sports out there and NASCAR's one of mm-hmm. them um. I have watched it before in the past. I just, I, I don't know. I just don't get into it. You know. Now I know how people feel when they ask you, Chris, or I, what's icing or a two-line pass. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true for, with hockey. You know, yeah. it's, it's, I, don't it's, get, I don't get, what is icing? You know, why is it called the crease? Yeah, yeah. What's a five um, hole? <laughs> I was at, what's that? What'd you say? What's a five hole? Yeah, <laughs> those kind of things, you know. Yeah, do you, do you really feel shame when in the box by yourself? <laughs> uh, I was at Talladega once in 2000, 2000, 2001, I don't recall, for work, actually. And I was blown away by how massive it is, mm-hmm. how fast the cars are, and how many people were tailgating at 6 in the morning. Like That's nuts. Thousands. Yeah. Thousands of people. Like, like you, it looked like there was a forest fire going on from all the barbecues. That we're going. <laughs> Honest to God, the sky, the air was the sky was full of barbecue smoke. Yeah, and it was it was really it was really amazing. I, I bet you if you go to a race, you'll kind of start feeling the big deal. Of, okay, you know, never been to a race, but I know you and I have been to MIS. Mm-hmm. We were invited there uh, for the Optima Street Challenge from our good buddy Jim, and we got to actually go out there and and shoot some video and some social media type stuff. And that was really cool. And then as part of Camaro Superfest, I was able to actually drive on the track. Mm-hmm. And it's weird when you have that, on that many, angle. Yeah. When you, when you have that many Camaros and it's um like almost like a parking lot and you have to stop and I can pretty much put my arm out the window and drag my knuckles on the cement. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can normally anyway, right? <laughs> Yeah, that 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 the grade, the embankment is, it, it when you see it on TV, it's like no big deal. But when you're standing there and you gotta lean like you know twenty degrees, fifteen degrees to the right just to keep from falling over. I know. Imagine hitting that at, you know, one hundred and fifty, two hundred miles an hour. That's crazy. Yep. 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 Was, thank you very much. For, well, here's here's a question. Yep. Let's say that I'm a NASCAR driver and I'm in the pole position and I'm. Num, I'm I'm number one. I'm leading the race, right? 
And then I pull over and I got to do a pit stop. Doesn't that mean that I'm dead last? Well, that sucks. Yeah. How do, how do, how do I know as a driver that, hey, I'm number one, I got to go to a pit stop, and I'm going to have a fair chance at getting number one again? That's what I don't get. Because everybody else has to pit too, eventually. So you're going to reclaim that lead. How? Because everybody else know. has got to pit too. Maybe I should just do some barbecue, get a bunch of beer, and just, just sit down and watch a race. Yeah. Yeah. When is the dang Daytona? Daytona was last week. I mean, when was the dang Daytona? When's the, when's the next one? Oh, the next race? Oh, that, yeah. Um, Chevrolet uh, posted something on their page. I think, let me see here. They have a list of all the races on Chevrolet's page. Let me pull that up for you here. Yeah, that'd be the best place to go. Austin Dillon. Austin the, Dillon. I'm just looking at that right now. He got 42 points. He's 27 years old. Yeah. Punk. Well, the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500, which is um, kind of similar to the Flags of Valor um, Veterans Foundation that I support, is tomorrow, 1 o'clock p.m. <laughs> on Fox and Atlanta Motor Speedway. That's 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 what we've heard of, too. Starting grid. Where's our dude? A. Dillon. He's... Uh, one, two, three, number 25. Wow. I got. I do want to try learning more about this. Yeah. Remember when we met Brad Keselowski? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Before he, yeah, well, was, was, before he, he was, was big. You know, it was him and somebody else. It was another driver. Remember? They were the rent. They were, and we got those trucks. Chase. Yeah. Was it Chase Elliott? Might have been. Or Martin Triukes. Triukes. Sorry, guys. I can't remember. He signed our trucks, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I made a few bucks on eBay on that. Kind of wish I kept it now. 34 years old from Rochester Hills, Michigan. Yep. He's a nice guy. Yep. He's super nice. That's cool. I guess he I guess he rubs a few people the wrong way on the track though. Yeah. yeah. I guess he's uh he's kind of <clears> like <throat> the Sean Avery of uh <laughs> of NASCAR drivers. Yeah, no doubt. But uh you know, sometimes you got to have that that you know, gritty uh attitude to to win. I think they didn't call Dale Earnhardt senior the intimidator for nothing. That's right. That's right. Well, heck, it sounds, it's starting to sound like we're NASCAR fans. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it, give it a try. Cool. But we probably got to move on before yeah. people think this yeah. is the NASCAR Camaro show. But um, <laughs> oh, well, speaking of which, it is kind of a NASCAR Camaro show because of that ZL1 race car. There's an article on Car and Driver about how much it actually looks like the production version. And it does. It does. Amazingly. Because yeah, really we, we, we always talk about this like, oh, yeah, well, it's a Camaro. And well, well it's, it's technically, you know, it's got the Camaro name, but it's a Camaro themed car. Right. But this one actually, it looks pretty darn good. Yeah, they got, you know, the, the, like, like the, the hood indentation, right? And, and the neat part is that it works. They wouldn't put that on the car if it didn't work aerodynamically. And in this article, if you scroll through the uh, which the, the slideshow, which I am now, it shows the wind tunnel computer simulation. And sure enough, it, it works on the NASCAR car. So it means that it definitely works on the production version, which is yeah. just amazing. Yeah. What a what an awesome... That That's why NASCAR bodies don't look anything really like the streetcar version because this it, it doesn't work for high speeds, but in the Camaro's case, it does. It does I think it's neat. I think so. Chris, you're gonna link this up and everything Absolutely. else in the show notes. Absolutely, I'm gonna link that up in the show notes. I think this is the first time I'm actually excited a little bit about NASCAR. Well, you can watch it next time. Tomorrow. 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 <laughs> you hear that? What's that? Oh, my dog is playing with a squeaky toy downstairs. Oh. 
wouldn't cheer if you could hear it. Squeaky, squeaky, no. um, I released a new video uh, just recently. Yes, I watched it. What'd you think? It was pretty good. It was informative. Yeah, that's what it was meant to be, is informed. Not exactly entertaining on this one, but, yeah. um, you know, I had to have my car transported to me uh, from from Florida um, last May. And, like, I, I had my previous Camaro transported to the SEMA show via Reliable, but I didn't pay for it. Nitto Tire did because it was going to be, it was in their display, right? So, but when I wanted to have this Corvette transported, I was kind of... Well, I'd also had a Suzuki Samurai transported from California, and I know how that went. And when you see those <laughs> giant 50-car open-car carriers, and your car is covered with soot and bugs and dirt and rock chips and everything, you know, it's a Suzuki Samurai, right? right? But I didn't want that to happen to my Corvette. So I did a lot of research, and man, it's not cheap to have a car transported cleanly, like enclosed, private, no, very, very little to no risk of damage. And I got lucky because uh, I mentioned this before. I used uh, Southern Integrity Auto Transport, a friend of the show, friend of ours, and uh, just white glove care, better care than Reliable, and uh, price competitive with Reliable. And it was just, it was just awesome. I don't regret it for a second. So yeah. I put this video up, kind of going over the five things you need to look for when choosing an auto transport company. So um, check it out if you, if you, or if you, or you know somebody who needs to transport a car and it's not a normal everyday car, it's a specialty or collector car. This is, this is going to be really informative for you. Very cool. Yeah. I got part two coming up where it's the videos that Andrew and Ben and I pass back and forth throughout the whole process. That's cool. I expect that to happen. I can't wait. To, I want to see that. Yeah. By tomorrow. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's, it's weird though, because I weighed probably five, 10 pounds heavier and I had a shaved head. <laughs> so it's weird to see myself back last summer, you know? <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, last week we talked about um, the uh, the Smithsonian Channel's episode of uh, the what was it called? The Camaro it was a, building, super, building a supercar. Yeah, they 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 listened to our show. They did. Yeah, they said thanks for the for the mention, and uh, they liked it on uh, on Twitter. And oh, that's uh, cool. both. The Smithsonian Channel and Cry Havoc Production Company, who's the one who actually produced the show for the Smithsonian Company. Uh huh. So that's, they're, they're following that's very us. On, cool. they're, they're they're both following us on Twitter now. Well, that's wonderful. Hopefully, they didn't <laughs> take my criticism as a non-constructive. No, no. So that was cool. Maybe they'll uh, use us as consultants in the near hey, future. Hey, you never know. You never ever know. <laughs> I mean, we've been we've been doing the Camaro online media thing since 1995. Long time, <laughs> long time. There was mm-hmm. there was a dude who just hit me up on Facebook. Oh, let me let me find this message here because see oh, yeah. if you remember who this guy is. I, I bet you half message. our listeners weren't even born in '95. I know. Damn kids. He, he hit me up because he wanted to know how to post in a in a Facebook group. On um, on Facebook, using his company instead of his name. Uh-huh. His name is Steve Diesel Monty. Do we know him from back in the day or something? Well, here's here's was his message. Let's see. Oh no, it's not Steve Davillier, is it? No, no, no. Oh no, because he just uh, he uh, he posted, Chris. It's been years since we've talked. Hell, I remember CamaroZ28.com when Tom Byrne was delivering pizzas. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Uh. You probably don't remember me by my last, by my name, but by my products. 
I designed the Bogart Bogart wheels and was owner of SJM Manufacturing Incorporated. Good to put a face with the name. Getting used to to the Facebook and just had a couple questions. That's what it was. So do you remember him now? Yeah, I do. (laughs) I was like, holy cow. That was a, I I messaged him back. I was like, holy cow. That's a blast from the past. Old school right there. And and talk with him. So yeah. Yeah, he did. He did great work. I remember that for sure, man. Yeah. And Bogart wheels were a big deal, man. He it did very well, I would think. Um, just, gosh, man, it's that's those, really yeah. cool. It's those connections you make from God, twenty two years ago now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, we're freaking old, dude. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not, man. We're we're, we're you know what? We're wise. We're, no, we're stupid. We're definitely stupid. <laughs> Wise. <laughs> you know what we are? We're mature kids that uh, have great credit and great car insurance. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Oh, uh, boy. I like going down memory lane every once in a while. Oh, man, I can't help it. it there, there was some there was some neat, neat things going on. Was, we could talk about that for hours, about how the internet was new and fun and... There weren't ads everywhere, and it was a means to have fun and communicate instead of a means to market and and talk about the president. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And spread firearm misinformation for your political agenda yeah. and for news ratings and everything. Listen to two dopes talk about cars and dopes. Look dopes. at this guy. Look at this guy. Where is he going? Well, that, <laughs> that was really cool to hear about. Uh, hear from him. That's really cool. But uh, that's the end of the show. We got nothing else to talk about. Um, hit us up, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, let us know. Give us a topic to talk about. We still, we still got those topics written down here too that we're gonna, I'm gonna go back from, uh, with the with the Camaro White Book, and then giving our our rankings of Camaros too. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we got to do that. Yeah, we still got to do that. So, you ready to get out of here, buddy? Yes, I am. I'm gonna go work on my Corvette. Oh, nice. I'm gonna go to a comic. I mean. I mean, I'm fixing to go work on my Corvette. <laughs> fixing. Okay. Uh, cool. Hey, right. thanks for the voicemails, everybody. Thanks for listening, and, and thank you in advance for sharing the show out to all your favorite uh, social media outlets about automobiles. We want to continue to reach a wider audience and be able to uh, share knowledge and, uh, of course, automotive events and schedules and all sorts of cool stuff like that. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. See you. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!